This is the Rush Hour NRL Preview. Just three games left. And I don't know about you, Sterlo, but, you know, the last few weeks of the competition, we're sort of counting down the days, okay, we're ready for this marathon to be over. And you get to this point, and you think, there's only three games left. It's a bit sad. Oh, oh, I'm sad for a little while, Dan. (laughs) No, I've got to say that I think that the final series have been wonderful. Uh, Each game a little bit different to to all of the others, and obviously the, the, the standout was Friday night last last week up in Townsville. I, I've done a lot of games, but I can't remember the last time I've enjoyed myself so much. It was like it was like an origin 10 minutes opening period that just lasted another 80 because we obviously went to 90. And I don't know how the players got through it. Um, and that's, I guess, you know, the big, the big question mark really is about North Queensland in this game coming up is that, you know, whether it's taken the edge off them. So it's, I know it's a seven-day turnaround, but boy, that was some some contest last week. Television does a very good job of conveying things, and we you know called the game off the tube, and it was very obvious that we were watching a classic, you know, and and two teams just heavyweight boxers just punching each other into oblivion. But do you think this is the one sort of this is the sort of game where you needed to be at the ground to get the true sense of what was going on? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know what it was like for the audience at home. I'm hoping that they got some idea of of just how intense it was. That was the thing. Like Brisbane came out the first 10 minutes and they were like, they just like they'd been let off the chain. And then North Queensland accommodated that and reacted to it. And then it just went on hammer and tong. Um, it was, it was just a great game played the right way by 34 you know, true warriors that night. I thought they were well coached, but the referees did a good job. Um, extra time is obviously the way we should be going. Hmm. Um, no doubt about not, after that. Not, hang on, hang on. Not if you had Brisbane plus six, and and if it was Golden <laughs> Which Point, we did. If it was Golden Point, no, yeah, you had North Queensland, didn't you? <laughs> That's right, I did. Yeah. Yeah. and if it was Golden Point, they w- he wouldn't have kicked the goal. But it's not about <laughs> well, us. Well, it's uh, no, it's mate. You, you've got to think with your, your your head, not your pocket. Uh, although I know exactly where you're coming from. Um, but yeah, look, it just had everything going for it, and and in the end. Um, just a classic game, and, and I've got to say, whilst there are a lot of good players, the effort of Jason Tamalolo mm. in that game was extraordinary. So it was a great night to be there. And to be honest, you know, I kind of thought, well, I'm going down to the national capital the next night. It's it's it, it's got to be anticlimactic. Can't be as good. Can't be as good. Um, but it was that was a really good game as well, especially when Penrith got back to 18-12, and you thought, well, hang on, didn't see this coming because they were they were in control. Canberra big lead. And bang, bang, Penrith hit back two sideline conversions from Nathan Cleary, and you're thinking, well, hang on, surely not. So it, it, it had its own it, it sort of you know intrigue about it as well, which was which was a nice backup to the Friday night. All right, so let's get to well, our results last week were not good. Uh, we drew the first game because it was a six point start and a six point margin, yep. and the second game we both had Penrith, so we did our dash there. That leaves you mm-hmm. 98 and 83, so you're still plus 15. And yep. I've fallen behind now, 90 and 91. So I need to get two of the three just to get to even before well, the end of the season. Why don't we both just get all three of them to finish? <laughs> okay, fair enough. Okay. Uh, we get to the first game. And as I said, this is for sportsbet.com.au and they've got their footy finals cashback special. Uh, I think they've got the eight-point margin 
head-to-head special going this week. Or that's one of them. If you if you you get fifty-five dollars back either in cash or in bonus bets, if your head-to-head bet falls short but your team loses by eight or less, uh, Cronulla North Queensland. I cannot believe these odds. I cannot believe these odds. Two dollars. Let me have let me have a, let me have a guess then as to because I'm assuming that Cronulla would have to be favourites, but I think you're you're telling me that that's not necessarily the case. Yeah, I've given it away. So, yes. It, uh, uh, well, I'll tell you I, now. Go on. Okay. If, if I was setting the market, I would, ha- I, would, I would be having North Queensland plus two and a half. Yeah, minus one and a half. Head-to-head, $2.05 the Sharks, North Queensland $1.80. Do you get the feeling that Thurston is not 100%? I mean, no one's 100% this time of year. But outside of that play, that remarkable play which won the game, we didn't see much of him last week. Yeah, look, no, I, I didn't think he was too far off. Like, he still competed. And, um, no, I, I I think he's fine. Um, I think what, what hurt Jonathan Thurston's game a little bit last week was that Lachlan Coote was off. Mm. And you know he he didn't probably participate the way that he normally does, and especially you know kicking the football and and swinging around. He, his his game was a little bit off, which it won't be this week. That's his that's his one for the season. But no, look, I you know we obviously found out that Jonathan Thurston had had a needle beforehand and had had a bit of a virus or something. But I don't see that being a concern this week at all. You know, if, if Granola think that. They're going to have an easier night because Jonathan Thurston might be might not be a hundred percent there in all sorts of trouble. I'm sure that that's not the case. Well, the only thing they got going for them in terms of uh, the the sort of build up here is they get seven days break. So the NRL's done well here because Canberra gets a seven day break yeah. as well. So they've scheduled it fairly. Uh, I remember Manly about three years ago went on this similar sort of run where they the tank had to be empty, but they kept winning and they kept winning and. It might have been the year they got to the grand. It was. It was the grand final year in 2013, and we sort of overrated the idea of the tank being empty in that year. Do you think what's happened in the last couple of weeks is that, is is going to actually be the Cowboys' undoing? I, I well, look, I, I like Cronulla anyway. I've, I've said that for weeks, and I love the fact they've had the week off. And the other component here, I know it's a seven day turnaround, but you know there's travel involved as well, yeah. and. Um, I think that you know plays a little bit of a of a role. Um, the one thing that did surprise me, Dan, we've had this new system of one playing four and two playing three instead of one playing eight and two seven and so on since 2012. Mm. So that means we've had eight teams who've had the week off um, coming into round three, mm. and I would have thought it would have been substantially in favour of the side that had the week off because I just know what a what a you know what a, a a bonus it is to have a break, uh, but it's five and three, five five winners, three losers okay. um, out of those eight games. So it's still you know that shows that it is yes advantageous, but probably not as much as I expected it to be. But I still like Cronulla in this game. I, I think sitting back and watching what happened last week was was wonderful for them. Um, you know, Tagatizi is available for selection this week. He can't make the top 17, so they're as healthy as. I know Kane Linnett comes back for North Queensland as well, but I just I just think it's the ideal preparation for Cronulla. This is their time. This is this is their their time in history that they they they've got a chance to do something very special. 
Um, I'll be surprised if they don't come out and, and all guns blazing and, and get things right this weekend. Well, Ethan Lowe's still not there. Antonio Winterstein's still not there. I know Lynn's back, but they're, they're not 100%. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Cronulla plus 1.5. They, you know, they, well, look, go on. I was just going to say that no, no Ethan Lowe, but to be honest, the greatest rap you can give Cohen Hess was oh, the fact see. that Ethan Lowe wasn't missed. And, yeah. And he, he played the full 90 minutes too, did, did Hess. And made 172 metres or, so, or something in that vicinity. So you're 100% right. Um, so and, and, and who comes in? John Asiata, who's no slouch. This is his 50th game, played the grand final last year. So you're 100% right there. Um, but uh, we're on the same page there. Uh, high scoring or low scoring game? Um, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not seeing a whole lot of points, especially um, with, uh, I think, the surface will be okay. It shouldn't get too dewy. Um, no, I'm, I'm thinking that you know these games are won defensively, um, and I think that I think they'll both rise to the occasions there. I, if you know, I'm thinking 40 at most. I don't know what what is being offered there with the overs and unders, but I'm I'm thinking it could be under 40. Yeah, 37.5. Yeah, I'd 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 nearly even go unders with with the 37.5, but you'll have to ring Joey about that one. I'm, I'm not, that's not my forte. Well, right now, it's pretty grey. I don't know what it's like where you are at Nelson Bay. It's pretty grey down here. It's actually wet. So I know that okay. if it stops raining now, it'll be a dry pitch. But uh, if it's if it's this drizzly, misty type of rain at the moment. So, I mean, we're, we're only, what, 20, as we record this, just over 24 hours from the game. So, uh, Well, 37 and a half, if the, if the rain comes, we'll be looking... Um, Looking high. Well, the hang on. The two times they've played in the heat, round one in Townsville, it was twenty to fourteen, so low, relatively low scoring. Yep. And then that Monday night game, thirteen to ten. So, yeah. and we know the Cowboys can defend. We know the Sharks can defend. So, um, um, yeah, the uh, under might be the way to go. Right. All right. Have a guess at the line. Storm Canberra. I would say, well, obviously Melbourne will be favourites, especially at Amy. I'm thinking it could be, it, it might be a bit healthy. I'm thinking it might be six and a half. Very good guess, seven and a half. Okay. Uh, now, the few things that have been talked about this week, Canberra's great record at Amy, not really relevant. They haven't played there in two and a half years. And for six players, including some pretty important ones, Hodson, Austin, uh, I haven't got the list in front of me, but... Um, it has been a long... And they'll be playing Amy for the first time. Um, Cooper Cronk playing 300. It's a lovely achievement, Sterlo, but I'm always... always this is, an, this is an AFL thing to celebrate, some, you know, to win for someone's achievement. I always think... Well, in a prelim final, that's not going to matter, surely. But I always think, geez, if you're not... If you're giving it 100% for someone's milestone game, what the hell are you doing in the other games? <laughs> Yeah, no. Look, you know, it's a it's a nice little bit of theatre around it. Once they cross the white line to get out there, no one knows how many games anybody's played. It's it's just on, and you know, you don't want it to be a distraction. It's it's a wonderful achievement for Cooper Cronk, just the twenty fifth player to do it, and yeah. just the eleventh at the one club. So personally, it's fantastic for him, but he won't be thinking of it, and uh, he'll be making sure that his teammates. It's not a consideration for them as such. Uh, I, I like Melbourne in this one. I, I know that, that Ricky's come out and said that Canberra are going to win the competition. Um, and look, they may well do, but it's, I think it's going to be a real test for them. The, the one stat that I do, I've, I've mentioned it probably to you the last two or three weeks, Dan, 
regarding Canberra is that they haven't won a game since round 19, 2013, where they haven't scored at least 20 points. Wow, good stat. This might be the the game where they might have to defend an 18-point total or a 16-point total. Whether they can do that remains to be seen because they haven't done it since those couple of seasons ago. Look, if, if they if they strike their best form and lay lure and, and that do what they did last week, they could run up a big tail and get that, that get over that twenty. But yeah, you, we just we know what Melbourne are going to produce down there, and it's going to be very very tough to break down from Canberra. But they're playing good football and capable of doing it. But uh, I, I just like the professionalism of Melbourne at this stage. Not only are they conceding uh, an absurd twelve and a half points a game when they. You, you just break that down to the top eight teams, it's even better. 12.2 points a game. Uh, yeah. You'd think the better teams they play, the more they'd let in. Their completion rates the last two games, 92% versus the Sharks, 89% versus North Queensland. Uh, even though that Cowboys game was pretty dour, let's be honest, that was an unbelievably high-quality game. Uh, so they're arguably playing the one final they've played, the best football of anyone in this series so far. Yeah, although we go back to round 23, Dan, and mm. it's not that long ago, and we had 22 points to eight. I know it was in the national capital. And I do remember after that game thinking, well, it's as comprehensive as I've seen um, in a side beating Melbourne. And Canberra were great that night. So that's not long ago. Um, but as And as I said to you in, in rush hour this week, that – you know, Chase Blair and, and Blake Green need to be really good defensively because it was phenomenal how often and successfully Canberra went to their right-hand side last week uh, where they attacked Nathan Cleary, they attacked Tyrone Peachy. Mm. Um, Torhu Harris will be on that side to help out, but that's where they're coming again. I know the Croakers scored something like 17 tries on the other side, so there are no slouches down there, but that's their danger side. That's where they had success in round 23. Um, Blair and Green need to handle that side of it better than they did only five weeks ago. Uh, a couple of little tidbits. Croker is sitting on 296 points. If he gets to 300, he'd just be the third player in history to do that. Hodson in 2005. El Masri with the record three, 342, my goodness, in 2004. Uh, as I said, six Raiders are playing at Amy for the first time this year. Their away record's pretty good, actually. Seven wins, four losses, and a draw. It's the second best away record in the NRL. Melbourne's actually got the best. Um, and there was something else here uh, that I wanted to mention. Uh, oh, Ricky Stewart. His finals record... Now, this is an eight-year drought since he's made the finals. He's coached 14 finals games and has won 10. Now, I know it helps when you've got Brad Fittler for most of those and, <laughs> and that wonderful Rooster side. But 71% stacks up against anyone in the NRL. It's better than Bellamy's record. It's better, and, you know, Bellamy had an illegal team for some of that. It's better right, than well, Wayne Bennett. So the bloke can well, coach in finals. Like you say, it's, it's been a drought, but he knows what to do when to get there, and he's, he's been very vocal about what he thinks can happen. Um, so, you know, he's, he's, he's in the elite echelon of winning a premiership his first year as a top-grade coach. So... You know, you'd think, well, he's got the goods and he's got his team just motoring along very nicely, but I just think they, they might be one game shy of a grand final this particular season. Okay, so, and I've got Melbourne as well. I, that you just know, you just know that Canberra are going to be off for 20 minutes at some point and Melbourne might just make them pay. Um, yeah. 
And and <laughs> and I'm going to have a bit of an investment in this game, Dan. Mm-hmm. I'm um I'm keen on. I, I love I love back rowers when it comes to finals football. Yeah. And for Melbourne, none better. So I'm 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 having a couple of first try scorers, okay. Kevin Proctor and Torhu Harris. Let me look here. Kevin Proctor, $26. Oh, that's music to my ears. Torhu Harris, $26. Well, there you go. That's that's uh, that's where I think they might have a little bit of trouble defending Canberra on the edges, and I know how well drilled and how skilled they uh, the Melbourne side are attacking that, that free. They do it better than anybody. Uh, Ryan Hoffman used to be a special at it. Well, now Proctor and, and Harris are just as good. Uh, Twenty-five to one. That there, that's juicy. Okay. Can I tempt you with something else then? If you think the uh, Storm are going to win. See, first try scorer is fluky. Any time try scorer. Can no, we... hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, Dan. Whoa, 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 fluky. I've just told you why it's going to happen. I've, t- I've just given you the technical yeah. side of, of, understand. of where they're coming and I who's understand. involved and who I they're understand. going to be. But nothing first... fluky. I won't cop a fluky when we talk next week and you say stuff. Okay, what if Proctor? Okay, what if Proctor and Harris are? Well, no, what I'm saying is, what if Proctor scores the second try and Harris scores the third try? Then every theory you've had is correct, and you got an empty wallet. Yeah, that'd be fluky. That yeah. Kevin Proctor to score a try in the Storm to win five dollars fifty. Same with Torhu Harris. I'm just providing the options that sports better providing. We are doing a podcast for them after all. Well, I'm going one into the other. I'm taking the twenty five into the five, into the, the, the twenty six into the five for both of them. We well, can't have it as an all up. No, 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 oh, no. Okay. But, but I'm, 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 I'm having both because obviously if he, if he scores first, he scores a try. So I'm having one into the other. Yes. Okay. Very good. Uh, so something for everyone there, and people do follow those tips, Dolo. So uh, uh, rightly so. If you... <laughs> I'm starting to sound like Joey. Oh, thank mate, goodness that the season's coming no, to an end. It's I know it's rubbed, it's rubbed I, off. Mate, eight weeks ago you weren't this bullish, but ever since you went on this hot streak, <laughs> mate, you have become Joey. Yeah. What yeah, about I, Joey's th- – hey, now, now, now this is – he is the – we've got to come up with a name. Not the dark genius. He's, uh, there's, there's a weird name. The Nutty Professor. That's it. The Nutty Professor, Andrew Johns. Remember about six weeks ago, we were talking about grand final odds, and he says, right, I'm taking Melbourne. Do you know why? Because we haven't had a wet grand final in years. We're due for one. <laughs> I looked at the forecast, Stella. It's a pretty miserable week coming. I don't know what grand final day is. Uh, well, next, next week, we will have a better nickname for him because, to me, Professor's already been claimed. Desi's, Desi's got that. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for Desi to run with that. Although I like Colombo just as much, so I think there's a nice, there's a nice combination of the two there. But if we're talking about the meteorologist or something, which that's which is what we are, there'll be something more apt next week. Well, there is, there are elements of genius to Joey, but he's this, <laughs> but it's wrapped up in a in a bundle of weird. So there's got to be yeah. something that combines the two. Well, mate, he might he might be Rain Man. He, it's, he, he might be, you know, that, that genius, but with, with uh, yeah, there's, there might Did be a little bit of off in it. No, Rain Man. Oh, Rain Man. I mean, Running Dustin Man. Hoffman. Which I you only, know, <laughs> Running Man, you know, I only saw Running Man for the first time about six months ago. Well, funny enough, it was on last week on Foxtel. I watched most of that as well. actually. What's that? One of one of his short stories, which 
Shawshank Redemption was. Is that right? Stephen King book, yes. And okay. obviously, you know, he did The Shining and he did Carrie and um, uh, the one with the big guy in jail. What was that? The Green Mile. Oh, yeah. Uh, and The Shawshank Redemption is a, a, a movie made from one of his short stories. I'm going to offend you or something. What's that, mate? You've never read a Stephen King book? I've never. Well, that's obvious. I've never seen the end of Shawshank Redemption. What? I saw it when I was about 14 or 15. I was with my uncle and auntie's place. And, you know, it was getting late. And they fell asleep on the couch. And we're about 20 minutes from the end. And mum and dad are going, we're going to have to go. I said, are you kidding? We're 20 minutes. Come on. We guess. And I've never, because I know how grueling the movie is. It is, you know, it is a, it's a great watch, but it's a tough watch. So I've thought, well, I can't pick it up with 20 to go. I've got to start again, and I've never done it. I've said, mate, I can't believe that, Dan. You haven't lived. You've, that's, well, I won't spoil the ending. Well, he gets, he gets out, out, doesn't he? Yeah, I, <laughs> I knew that. Once I knew it, I thought, well, okay. Uh, all right, uh, premiership odds, Melbourne, $2.50. And this is a lesson, by the way, for all you sort of amateur punters out there. The Melbourne Storm were about that price at the start of the finals. You didn't have to back them then. You could have just waited, seen that they've had the rails run. Then you, if you really like them, then you get them at 6-4 to four now. Cowboys at 375. Sharks at 425. Doesn't that seem like value? And the Canberra Raiders at $6. Uh, anything grab you of those four teams? Oh, Cronulla. As I've said to you the last month, they've been my pick all along. Um, and if they're third in, in line, then they're value. Because I think they should be one, possibly two. So to be three means there's got to be some value there. Okay. They've had up for a while, sports, but the grand final 2017 market. Now, unless you... <laughs> now, I think you're loopy if you're betting on this. But, I, I mean, if you if you think the Warriors... For instance, are going to you know if you've got some premonition that a an outsider you might get some you might get some odds. Who do you think is the favourite for the twenty seventeen NRL Premiership? So you're substitute, substituting word loopy in for desperate. Um, I'm thinking that they probably have. I would say um, Melbourne slash North Queensland would be favourites for next year. Good, try, very good try. Well, you got North Queensland; they are the favourite. Six dollars. Brisbane seven dollars, Melbourne eight dollars, Sharks nine dollars. Sharks nine dollars. That seems a bit thin, doesn't it? Because you, would th- you, as you said, this is the year. Yeah, uh, they, they 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 lose they lose some players next year, or or just players are a year older. To be honest, that's that's that comes comes in a little bit of it as well. This yeah, this is their window. Going down the list, Canterbury are the thirteenth favourites at twenty one dollars. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I think that they they'll struggle again next year unless there's. Uh, a number of changes made off-season. I'm not quite sure whether they're in a position to do that. West Tigers, $34. The two that jump out at me, South and the Roosters at 13s, particularly the Roosters. They they have to be a contender yeah. next year, don't yeah. they? Just, yeah, well, absolutely. I, I think that um, I, I think that they, they're, all, they're the value now. I think that you'll be, you'll be lucky to get that second half of the season next year. Um, and just from a bit of self-indulgence, mm-hmm. um, I'm thinking, what, Parramatta, uh, 16, 20 to 1? Hang on a tick. I just took it off the list here. Hang on a tick. My fault. Sorry. Because I was trying to find, I'll tell you what I was trying to find, the Clive Churchill medal in it, because uh, I, I saw a couple of things that jumped out. Parramatta, $13. Oh, okay. Very right, even I, I, market. And not surprising. I mean, who can make a really educated 
pick 13 yeah, exactly. months out. Uh, if, and, uh, it's, uh, it must have been taken off the board here just for the time being. So, uh, Clive well, Churchill... We'll We'll have a look at Clive Churchill next week when we know the sides. Yes. We're just going... Here we go. Smith, $6. Cronk, $6.50. Thurston, $8. Talmololo, $13. Maloney, $13. Josh Hodgson, $15. Uh, so Maloney is the favoured shark to win the Clive Churchill if they were to make it to the grand final. But yes, we'll have a detailed chat next week. Well, we've done well, okay. Sturlo. Two games, we managed to milk out 24 minutes. Well, we started talking about movies and a whole variety of different... Andrew John's got a run in there and <laughs> nicknames and that, so um, we'll probably do the same with one game to do next week. <laughs> All right. Uh, good punning, Sturlo, and um, we will talk to you this time next week. Thanks, mate. Cheers, mate. All the best. You too. This has been the Sports Bet Podcast once again, and please gamble responsibly and check out all the specials and mega bets. There are three uh, there at the moment. Here we go. Any captain to win the Clive Churchill medal, Cam Smith, Jonathan Thurston, or Matt Scott, so you get two there, Paul Gallen and Jared Croker. If any one of those wins the Clive Churchill medal, you can get $3.25. Cam Smith is about $6 on his own, so you might find some value there. Uh, There's another one, Valentine Holmes. Uh, If he was to score a try in the first half tomorrow night, $4.50. And something called Millennium Man, JT the Millennium Man. Thurston to score nine points and Cowboys win is $3. Uh, Oh, I see. That gets him to 2,000 career points. So nine plus points. So he'd either have to kick five goals, probably unlikely, or one try and three goals or two tries and one goal. So you're getting $3 there. Maybe if they go berserk, as can happen in these late finals, the team that gets on top goes right on with the job. Maybe that one can get up. But anyway, check out all the specials, sportsbet.com.au and the app. We will talk to you next week.